Good morning once again. I just want to touch bases on this morning's um, message. I don't think I handled that pretty well. <laughs> I really don't think that. But you may think I did on the outside, but on the inside, I was, you know, bothered. And I don't want to be bothered by things like that. No matter what people do, no matter what people say. And, you know, it don't matter. It doesn't matter. You know, our response to whatever comes our way is what matters most. And even though, you know, you may think I handled it well, but I feel like I could have done a lot better. And you are worth me giving my best because you are worth my best. And I feel like I could have handled it and addressed it to you guys better than that. So please excuse me for that. You know, um, it happens to people. You know, it happens to us and it have happened to us a lot. People taking advantage. You don't have to be about money. It could be about your time. It could be about a place. It could be about anything. You understand no matter how people come your way or what kind of personalities are in your path. Greater is the one on the inside of us. You understand? And I just thank God that I have it in my heart to not even think that way, to even be bothered. No, no percent. I don't care if it's even 2%. No percent. You are worth my 100%. You understand? I really mean that. And um, I cry a lot. Don't cry. I'm telling my, I'm commanding myself not to cry. But seriously, you know, I love you guys so much. And just continue to stand and not be moved by anything or anyone. And I mean that. That goes for all of us. You know, some people just do things just because whatever their reasons are. And say things. It could be very disrespectful things. Or do very disrespectful things. But you don't become disrespected. You don't allow yourself to feel disrespected. And you don't become disrespectful. Or even be moved by anything. Be moved by nothing. No matter what it is. I'm so honored and favored that God shows me things like that. And what do I do with the vision? What do I do with the revelation? What do I do with the prophecy? I declare decree over it. Then it stops. And that it shall be. Not be upset about it. Just make it right. Because our right covers their wrongs. Because love covers everything. A multitude. And I just felt so eager in my heart to get up here and say something. This is from me. God even put me up to saying this. Even though he's right here with me. When I say I lay down my life, I mean that. When I say I exalt you above myself, I mean that. I'm not even going to consider myself amongst those who react differently. No. We're better than that. We think higher than that. Because our thoughts are not the world's thoughts. Neither are our ways. They are just like our Father, who we serve. Who's the head of our life? So I lift that person up, these people up, who try to take advantage of people. In any and every area. You understand? 
You don't have to go around here trying to seek your own justice. Vengeance belongs to God, not us. And keep people in prayer who operate that way. Because what have happened to them in order for them to think they can get away with doing something they know they cannot? Hallelujah. Someone may think they're taking advantage. Like God said to me this morning. It may look like it's going low. Your finances in a natural arena, natural area, your bank account. But you're actually increasing more than you ever did before. Do you believe that God said to me? What you do unto man, you do unto me. And you are a cheerful giver. Don't allow anyone to cause you to not to continue to be that way. What you do unto people, you do unto the Lord. And what they do unto you, they do unto the Lord. Whether it's good or bad. So, Father, right before them, I lift what you said up to me and I ask you also to forgive me. Because you shouldn't have to calm me down for me not to be moved. You understand? Is that serious? To remain in spite of anything and everything that come our way. Like God dealing with me with family restoration. I used to grow up asking as a little girl, can I have another family? I mean, are we able to trade our family in? I didn't know too much. All I knew was heavenly family. And my family in the earth was not like heaven's family. Not at all. But guess what? There is no perfect family. There is no such thing as that. Everyone has situations and things in, in family bloodlines. Issues that God has thrown to the surface, even in you. Let's become better for those who are around us and not go to God about changing those who are around you. Or me. Everyone has people in the family when they try to be manipulative. Very gossipy, disrespectful, want to divide the family, have nothing positive to say, only call when they want something, stealing on drugs. But greater is he who's in us to also be on the inside of them. And God has pulled me away from my family for such a time as this. Because they all saw the anointing on my life. And they kept trying to do it the way they wanted to do it. And put a word to my life the way how they wanted to. And God said, no. It's my way. It's my will. I don't want you to be around religious people. Because you know you already been made right. You love your family no matter what. And that goes for all of us. And it's also a thing in a, in a time, in an area where God has caused you to love people from a distance. And it's okay to do so. But just be led to do so. Don't do it out of protecting yourself when God is your protector. Or even out of retaliation when you don't walk in the fence. 
God's restoring my family by exposing things in my family, which I already knew, but he's exposing their issues to them. Now, how they handle it is their level of maturity as a believer. Because my entire life, I spent apologizing for things that I didn't even do. And I was okay with that. My family could honestly say, I am one member out of many who encourages, uplifts, and loves. Even though I don't call every day, it's a reason as to why. Because I'm not going to allow anyone to speak negatively over a positive conversation. Some people just have everything negative to say. I don't accompany that type of people. God pulled me away from that. Not me. God did. Now he's drawing me back. Because there's changes to be made. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So continue to be a used vessel. It's okay to love from a distance if God allowed that to happen. God's not going to cause anyone to tear down what he's building. Or cause you to turn around when you're moving forward. And that goes for any member. You understand. And before I leave, I don't want you to be a person. Don't ever become a person to hear one side of a story and just go on with that. Without hearing both parties. You understand. Because most of the time, the people who come to you first is not giving you the entire story. They try to beat the person who has the truth to the punch. But when you allow God to be your everything, trust me, everything takes place in your life for your good. Even the things that you went through that didn't feel good. It still worked out for your good. And you're seeing it unfold right now as I speak. So many division, so much division in the families. So much division. For others being mistreated or envy, all kinds of things. And God say, if he said, I'm going to give you family restoration and restitution of all things, we have to allow God to do so. So by God showing me that of that family member this morning, my response was like somewhat okay, but there's no such thing as somewhat okay. You respond by not being moved. Thank you, God, for showing me. Let me pray for them right now. And that's it. Not God having to calm me down. It's okay to vent. Yes, it is. But be mindful of what you say and how you say it. Regarding anything, because we shall not be moved. Regarding anything. There are people who want to come around you. When things were seeming like it wasn't going so good. Who distanced themselves from you. Now when God has showed up and showed out in your life like never before. Now everybody want to come around. And what do you do with that? Cast them down? Cast them out? No. You love them all. Because he made an example out of your life to bring them back. It's not about you or me. It's about the glory of God that's risen upon us. 
So all those family nasty attitudes, envy in the family, my child doing this, my child doing that. No, don't divide. Continue to pray for togetherness. And I love the truth because it outweighs any lie. I have nothing negative to say about my family. I love my family. And you all are also my family. But I wouldn't be honest if I said my family is perfect. Neither am I. But God's putting it into a lot of things that's taking place in the family. And one thing is division. Now, how you handle that with your response to that transformation, don't let it be anything other than God's receiving glory out of it. I have so much to say. Excuse my words if they stumbling. <laughs> Trying to say so much at one time. And still being mindful how to slow my words down so you can understand. I love loving. And people that are miserable currently do not like to embrace love because they don't feel as though they have anything to love or to love for. Because all they focus on is all the stuff that's going on around them. Not even knowing that they are the life changer. Because the greater one is on the inside of them who they invited in but not allow him to overrule because you're in the way. Now I wrote a letter to a family member. Because I'm going to be honest. I'm going to testify. I told you guys before. I had a family member who given me a hard time my entire life. Out of envy. Because I've always been. Excuse that. Because I've always been. You know. So free to be me. And God in me. And even if I make a mistake. God just continues to allow me to go further and you further. Excuse that, I had another phone call. <laughs> and they just felt like, you know, I'm living a religious way and I'm doing religious things. How come God keeps taking her so far, not me? And I'm going to tell you you're like, what, 15 years older than me. I'm a child. I look up to you as a family member. And this family member just been doing that my entire life, just having all these bad things to say. And I'm saying making up things. Making up things. And, okay, God, he said, just give the testimony. All right. <laughs> okay. My father is still incarcerated. Forbid at the wrong pitch at the wrong time. I gave that testimony also in the past. But I haven't received any letters from him, and we talked my entire life. I'm not able to go where he is because where he's located is highly racist on the mountain. It's on a mountain beside a cliff. And many people go and don't make it back. African-Americans, that is. And so we just write. And the letters stopped coming. And I was like, why is he not writing me? What's going on? So I sent them over 20 letters at one time. I said, maybe the pandemic. Maybe, you know, he got in trouble. He's on lockdown. Make it up, think it of any kind of excuse. You know? And... I was like, oh, he not nothing, no illness could come, you know, upon him because I'm a woman of faith, and that's that's not going to happen. 
You understand me? And the letters just didn't come. So I kept asking this person who kept giving me a hard time, who has a connection to him. And I was like, have you heard from my dad? No, I haven't heard from your dad. I haven't. I don't know what's going on either. And I was like, okay. And then like three weeks after that, I said, why? I messaged him. Have you heard from my dad? I'm getting concerned. And I messaged them on Messenger. And I realized they be on Messenger all the time. I'm not, I, I started checking every now and then because I don't. But I checked every now and then to see if they, if they get my message I sent them on my dad. And it shows every time I look that they just been on there. But they didn't look at my message. And didn't, so they didn't even respect me enough to respond. So I said, okay, God, let me just ask through a, mess, um, a text message there on the phone. So I said, I don't mean to keep bothering you or, you know, did you hear from my dad? Because um, it's been, you know, some time now. This, I'm on my 40th letter right now. And it's only been within, what, three months? I, I haven't heard anything. That's not like him. Oh, well, did anything happen against you two that he haven't said anything? I mean, I don't know because I just talked to him. I mean, you want me to give him a message to you? I said, you know what? I had to really pray before I message back. Because you're telling so much on yourself without trying to tell on yourself. So you said you wasn't talking to him, but you've been talking to him all along. And you know why he's not talking to me, but you can't even tell me why. And you heard my message on Messenger and you had a nerve to disregard it. What's up with that? And God always tell me to regard this person. Don't say a word. Because I want to just say, you know, honestly, did I do anything? Did I say anything? And a person say, well, I am this such and such family member. And I can relate a message to you, to him, if that's what you want. I say, you know what? Me and him been talking this long. We've been talking this long. On our own. Without anyone being in the middle. It's nothing against you. I thank you for that suggestion. Suggestion. But I'd rather not take that advice because I don't want a middle man in me and my dad's relationship. It shouldn't be that way because I'm not the one who left and I'm the one who's still here and the one who still cares and never stopped loving. So he should honor me that much to explain why the disconnection. Say, okay, I'll pre okay, I'll let you know, but I love you so much. I said, I love you too. But you don't. You don't. And I wrote my father a letter. Because God spoke to me regarding it. God said, let me tell you why. I know it's, it's on your heart. Let me tell you why he haven't wrote you. Haven't written you any letters. Because he was told some disturbing news. And he believed it. And he got angry at you and he didn't have no words for you at the time. So I wrote him a letter. And I said, if you're going to be a father, be that. If you're not, don't be that. You're not going to come in my life and be in my life, my entire life. And in my son's life, it is up and just disappear because of what someone said that you didn't even come to me to address. And I'm your child. We've been together all this time. And you stop right now. This is the best times of my life. This is not the worst. Even when it felt like the worst at the time of the worst, it was still the best of my life. Because the greater one is on the inside of me. 
We all go through a trial. We all go through a tribulation. But God sees us through it. And who are you to disconnect yourself from my process? So you disqualified yourself from my outcome. And I see a letter through my informed delivery mail on the, online that his letter came back today. And I said, God, I'm not going to open it. I'm not going to open it. I forgive you. But I must love you from a distance. Because God exposed a side of you that I've never seen. And you wonder why you don't have the granted favor to get behind those bars. Because you're still operating in the same way after all these years. Do you not realize God is gaining your attention? And it shouldn't even took all of that to even get your attention. He's not going to send you home like that. And this is how God is restoring my family on my end. Because guess what? The words that I said in spirit and in truth, it hit, it hit the heart, his heart. Because I was right. How dare you to allow someone to say anything about me and you don't address it to me. You don't even have to say what they said. Instead of you just disqualifying me or just cutting me off. Without even verifying anything. And come to find out they're wrong. And you don't even know that. You didn't even give me a chance to even say anything about that. Been a victim the entire time. Been disrespected by them the entire time. For God had to pull me away the entire time to bring me back in such a time as this. And you don't even know it. Don't even know it. Don't even know it. God is showing them who's standing. In spite of all the things that came my way. Who's standing? Jesus. And now they're asking to be a part of my life. Some people have so much pride when they don't want to just come out and just simply say, forgive me or I apologize. They just say things like, you know, you want to hang out or something. And you got to read between the lines. Don't give them a hard time. Don't give them a hard time. Accept the invitation if God allow you to. Because God may tell you not to. Because God sees more than you. And his family member, I was like, Father, and right while I'm speaking about the family member, they are in church right now celebrating the Sabbath. Such a sacrifice you give it without any obedience. Jesus. Walk around with the spirit of envy over someone who looks up to you. And that's why you envy, because I have love and you don't. But God dealt to every man the measure of faith to allow it to increase in your faith walk. And your faith walk is a love walk. You're not allowing God to be who he is. And for someone to have in their heart, how come God is taking you so far so fast? Why would that even be a thought in your heart to even go to God regarding someone like that? When you're supposed to love your neighbor as you love yourself.
That means you don't evaluate yourself at all. Because so many try to evaluate others. And God said, I'm causing, and I thank God for my family. They reaching out in all kinds of ways. And guess what? My heart is not the heart to say, I told you so. You're wrong and I was right. It's to make it better. Make it better. Hallelujah. Some of them feel very convicted when I come around. And what I do is wrap my arms right around them. Don't feel bad. Because God is good. It's all good. Because it's all God. Let me tell you something. When God say that you'll be missing, lacking, and nothing be broken, you better believe that. Because he's doing things in areas in my life that, you know, I'm like, whoa. Like right now, family restoration. And I'm actually going through the restoration. So the letter that I was going to resend, I'm going to tear it up. But everything I said was true. But I'd rather not say that. Because it doesn't feel good to have someone who's close to you when everyone around you has, you know, cast you down or cast you out. And all you have is that support system in that person. And then they disconnect themselves because of what they falsely heard. So you begin to feel like, do I have anyone naturally? And then here come God, allowing things to work out for your good. You have more than enough, and you always have, and you know that. It's not you who need to change. But because of the change that's in your life, it's going to bring change upon theirs. Never lose sight of that. And that goes for every family. Hallelujah. Don't expect to go into a family that you think is going to be without any fault or spot or wrinkle. But it's still family. And never forget you make mistakes as well. As a family member. I had people in my family using my achievements and accomplishments to speak against other family members to have them envy. And I was like, don't do that. Don't do that. I didn't even know that was going on. Well, she's doing this. And she's doing that. And God taking her to this place. And God taking her to this place. What about your kids? Don't do that. That causes division. Not togetherness. What about your cousins? What about your nieces? What about your nephews? What about your uncles? What about your aunts? What about your grands? Your great grands? Jesus, we can't do that. That causes people to not like you because they begin to be envious of your accomplishments because they compare your life with theirs. And it makes them feel like they're not doing anything. Not even knowing they all have more than enough because God is who all we need. So God had me quickly get on here and say that and share this. Honestly, 
You don't tell everything. You don't tell everything. There's nothing wrong with testifying. And I testified this this morning because God is restoring my family. And he's using me to do so. I love how my family look up to the God in me and respect me. Some people tend to throw your faults in your face. Don't be moved by that. Because you're moving forward. So why be moved by that? You just keep your direction going forward. And that's amongst every family. Hallelujah. When God says I restore your family, he don't just mean your immediate family. He means your entire family. I have a great family. And my family grew up honestly on wealth. Wealth and pride in religion. And here I am, this little girl born, releasing nothing but love. It's a difference. I was always different. I was always separated. And they knew the difference. They knew it. They used to watch me from afar like, they look at me like one of the, you know, the characters in the Bible. Not character. Let me not say character. One of our brothers and sisters in the Bible, we read about, they look at me like, is this true? <laughs> it's funny, guys, because that's the looks I got my entire life in my family, for real, though. Even on the job sometimes. <laughs> People look like, you know, oh, wow, like, my, my, my. And then they be looking at myself like, what do you see? Like, you know, I have arms, too. I have legs. I look like, I mean, I'm human, too. Like, what do you guys see? You understand? Because all I knew is how to be. But I'm thinking everybody is like how I'm being. I didn't know that everyone is, you know, differently. But we all look differently. But I'm thinking you feel what I'm feeling. Not. That's not the case. So I was like, wow. So I'm going to tell you something. Joseph was one of my favorite stories. Because I love the story of Joseph. I really do. And when I heard about his, you know, his coat of many colors. You know, I made me one when I was a little girl. I did. It don't look probably as good as Joseph's did, but I made one. And you couldn't tell me nothing when I put the coat on. Seriously. Because everyone, how they looked at me and how they treated me in the family growing up, but even people around me, even anyone who come around me, they would give that same, you know, response. And it made me feel like, oh, wow, maybe I am like this. You know, it kind of boosted up my confidence. And I was like, wow, like I saw myself as a trophy, even though we are God's masterpiece. But I was like, okay, like I started, I don't know what made me do this, guys, as a child. Like, as you know, I was walking around like I was, a, you know, a queen type of thing. Like I, I made me a little throne and everything. And I looked at people and it was like, go fetch me some water type of thing. Oh, God. <laughs> Father, what's up with this, man? Hold up. Hold up, man. Why are you doing that? Why are you doing that, God, today? Why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? Why you have me say that? That was not a part of what I was saying just now, earlier. We was talking about the letters and, you know, me, you know, apologizing for earlier. Why how we get on me acting like an emperor? <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. That's how I was. <laughs> and that's, 
And my sister was like, man, please, you don't, you don't get out of here with this. And I'd be like, shh, silence. <laughs> because of the looks that they kept giving me. And the family kept saying, you're so special. You're so special. You're, you're a special gift from God. And it just went to my head as a child. And I understood Joseph, how Jacob, all he, you know, it went to Joseph's head. You know, and it went to my head. Thank God I ain't had to share the same testimony like Joseph, you know, get sold away somewhere. But Jesus, but I'm just saying, like, I was really like that. And then my little brother, bless his heart, you know, at the time, you know, he was so much younger than me. So he did whatever I said. I would call him, hey, go get this immediately. <laughs> Here, go get it. And I'm like, go fetch my rug. I mean, I just was like that everywhere I went. And I was like, hold on, you know, I this is not how you're supposed to be. Because <laughs> I started getting some remarks that like I didn't want to, you know, hear or receive as a child, you know. And But it was just, it's just funny to mention that, like, God, just forget, he don't forget nothing. I forgot that. <laughs> but God is um, restoring my family. You're restoring your family. Let him do it. Get out the way. It may be someone calling you. And the thing about it is, it's God drawing them to you. But how they come at you, it's not about how they come at you. It's about your response to them coming to you. Because your response is not how they respond. Your response is better than that. You understand? Because greater is he who's in you. Even if someone just call you out of nowhere and just, you know, has something negative to say or just want to keep calling you, what negative things to say? Just pray about it. That's my best answer. Just keep praying about it. And God has show you every step of the way. So this letter I was going to write, I'm going to let you guys hear me tear it up. I'm not going to send this. I'm not. I'm not going to send that because you know what? I'm going to uplift you and I'm going to continue to do that. I'm going to continue to do that. I'm not going to, even though what I'm saying is right and I'm saying it in a respectable way, that's not, no, you've been made right. So let me allow you to know you've been made, right? That you don't have to feel that way, speak that way anymore. Because that's not going to happen amongst us at all. Because I love you. All of you. Hallelujah. Not going to send that. Not going to send that. I know God. <laughs> God is so amazing. So I just want to let you guys hear that. I love you. We are in this together. No one is perfect. You understand? I thank God that I have this heart of a servant. Because many people would not do what I just did. Because I didn't say anything wrong in the letter. It was everything right. But I want you to know you've been made right. It's a difference. You don't have to feel that way anymore. You don't have to think that way anymore. That's not going to happen amongst us. God said, I'm so honored. Go do something for yourself today on my, <laughs> my treat. <laughs> you know what I want to do today? Just stay, just stay in your presence. Just stay, just stay humble. That's me doing something. Being a blessing. Being a blessing. You ever been around somebody who always has something negative to say and you keep being positive and keep loving? Keep loving. Don't stop loving. Even though God may have you love them from a distance. 
This is not how we think like this. Jesus. And that family member that have given me a hard time, God just said to me, the conviction is taking place for her to be converted, that she will never treat you like that again. Because the enemy is your footstool. You are supping at the table of God. And you are at the right hand of God. When Christ sits, so do you. I love that testimony and I always give that. How the mother had her two sons ask Christ, can they sit on his, le on his right side? And he says, not my side to give. First of all, why would you put your kids up to ask that? Because you didn't know. Didn't know. Know what? It wasn't his side or even wasn't his plan or in his heart to have you sit beside him. Because where he sits, you sit also. So why want to sit anywhere else? You sit where he sits. Not anywhere else. That's putting yourself beneath who you really are. Jesus. So I love you guys so much. Remember, greater is he who's in us than he who's in the world. Continue to have a passion for people. Continue to have a passion for your love walk with God. Because your love walk with God has a lot to do with other people. Hallelujah. We're not here for us. Mosoya Darayanda Mokoyani Sanya Mosayan Dianda Mosaye Mokian Danae Yana Moso Yandian Mohandian Dade Mohan Yandian Wow, God. Let me tell you guys something. A lot of times we put words in God's mouth. A lot of times. A lot of times. And God is just simply saying to me, I want you to go and celebrate what you just done. And let me tell you how I want you to celebrate. Get your favorite. He you knows seafood is my favorite. <laughs> you know I like seafood a lot. <laughs> he said get seafood. And get a new bottle of wine. But you must not indulge. You must not overindulge. And I spoke in my heavenly language to respond to what he said. 
God never said, don't drink wine. But God said, be sober and watch. What does sober mean to you? A person who's not focused. That's not being sober. A person who's not focused. A person who is sober is a person who is focused. Let me say it that way. In order to watch, you have to be focused. God doesn't desire no one to overindulge in anything. Anything. God told me, and he, he didn't say, let me be mindful of what I'm saying right now because it's very serious. He pulled me away from that because of the addiction I had. I was abusing alcohol very bad for a very long time. Like I said to you guys, making boiler makers, liquor, wine, and beer. And God said to me, I'm not saying to you to drink a new glass or a new bottle of wine every day. Not even every other day, not even every week. But when I put in your heart for a celebration, it's okay with me. But just do not overindulge. And I promised them that in my heavenly language that I wouldn't do that. Because that's not how we celebrate by overindulging in anything. He called me away from that because of the abusing I was doing. But now Otis passed away and all of a sudden today. Just don't overindulge. Hallelujah. I love you guys so much. I love you guys so much. If God tell you not to do something, don't do it. And if God didn't say something, then that means it's okay to do it. But if you feel within yourself not to do it, then don't do it. And that's what God is saying to me, to you. Because you don't have to. I don't have to. But I want to. <laughs> God, I love you. The oldest passed away. I love that the oldest passed away. <laughs> Father, God is amazing. Some of you probably saying, what? <laughs> Trust me, God wouldn't tell me that for no reason. Hallelujah. He wouldn't say that for no reason. Hallelujah. Thank you, God, for everything I you used me to say and how I even said what I said out of my heart. God said, no overindulging. But you can definitely have a new glass of wine. And the reason why he say new glass, because the old way of doing it has passed away. And, I'm, and God will let me know when to stop, won't you? <laughs> hey, 
Try to turn up. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing, y'all. I'm like, oh, Lord. Cute. <laughs> Don't. But no, seriously. Seriously. God would not, you know, say anything. And I love the fact that I'm being honest about it. You understand? We lie, we lie too much. We hide things too much. And it's not even necessary. For God to come to me and say I can have a glass of wine. Come on, for real, though. And I thought that he was against it. Not even against it at all. Just say, I said, don't overindulge. Did you ever read in my, did you not read in Revelation, don't add in my word or take out? Do you see anything in scripture that say, do not drink a glass of wine? I said, just don't overindulge. Anything. You have Holy Spirit inside of you. Trust me. You're born again. You know how far to go. I don't have to say anything. If I didn't trust you, I wouldn't have said it. Cool. <laughs> go get that bottle right now. Go get that bottle now. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm going to get the seafood. <laughs> Jesus. You know? Go sit with my, you know, enjoy company with my mom. You understand? Just enjoy time with my mom. That's the thing. We, we try to hide things too much. That we don't even have to hide. And God is using me to turn all these things around. Because he never said it. Don't you feel more comfortable now? Since my part in the body been back? I mean, don't you feel a little different? I mean, I'm just being honest. Like, because every joint supply. Because I feel different being around you. But don't you feel a difference since I've been back? More calmer, more relaxed. And you see those that were religious thinking and religious being? Oh, let me testify about that. I got some phone calls and I got some messages. Do you have a word for me? Because I see how God is using you. You on fire, girl. You going fast. And I thank God that my reactions, you know, continue to have an ear to hear the voice of God concerning you. Hallelujah. And I'm going to get the best bottle of wine. And seafood for me and my mom to enjoy. Because great changes are about to take place in both of our lives. So, Father, I thank you for me having a heart to just apologize. Even if I, you know, okay with what happened. But it wasn't okay with me on the inside because I love you guys so much. That you're worth my 100%. Hallelujah. I thank God for that. Do that mean I go and parade what God said to me? I don't have to. I, no, I don't even want to. My life is my life. And what God say, God say. You understand? What gets me is that people could say, I never told you guys not to do anything. And I never told anybody not to do anything. I just say, what happens when you lay your life down? When God, when you make it right, making the right decisions. Not anything about your faults or the wrong decisions you make. That's not my anointing. That's not, that's not even my heart for you. That's not even my passion. You understand? Because I'm not focused on your problem. I have a solution to that. That's what I want you to see the solution. And so many people feel as though 
and they could go a whole life. They, they might say, it's wrong to drink wine. Don't you drink wine. It's wrong for you to do that. And yet, they walk around cussing, uh, being greedy with money, money hungry, you know, prejudging, filled with pride. Jesus. 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 God say, thank you. Thank you, Father. For just being who you are. You're so down to earth because you are down upon earth. You are. You are here in the earth. You are within us. Your glory is here. Is there any kind of Pacific wine you want me to get? Red or white? I mean. <laughs> what about that white bottle I had that time at that uh in Florida? Where that's at? <laughs> I don't even know what the name of it is. It's expensive though. I'm not. I'm not spending that. No, I'm not. That was a treated bottle for everyone who won. <laughs> but no, Father, I just say I love you. <laughs> I love you so much, God. You know, and I just love the fact that you are so down to earth. You're not filled with any restrictions. That's not how you are. We be thinking that we have to live in a box. We can't do this, can't do that. You don't even say not to do any of these things. But we know what not to do and what to do out of common sense. Come on now. We know what's your way, what's the world's way of doing anything. So I would get this bottle of wine. I keep saying that. <laughs> God told the right person. I'm just like, God, I love you. <laughs> I'm not even get it. Now nah, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. <laughs> yeah. Mother, I'm on my way. <laughs> Jesus, but no, seriously, <laughs> seriously, <laughs> Father, I love you, oh God, <laughs> let me tell you how funny Heavenly Host is, like Noah, Noah's standing there in a vision, because I always gave Noah, you know, not a hard time, but I always blame him for my alcohol abuse, and he hearing God say something about me, I can have, you know, a new glass of wine. You know, and he standing there looking like, mm-hmm, uh-huh, like, uh-huh, enjoy. He said, enjoy. I'm telling you, heaven is so amazing. Just don't indulge. And it's not an everyday thing. It's only when God put in my heart to do so, when it's a time for a celebration. In a celebration like this, because a huge accomplishment just took place. Because I had a decision to make to send this letter off, was to tell you the truth or to allow you to know you've been made right, even with God's truth. But this time, do it in spirit and in truth. It's a difference. And because of that level of love I have, so much restoration taking place in my family. I'm telling you, the anointing on my life is for the world to see God in a different point of view. And I'm starting to see that. That's why my life been the way it is with God. You guys just see what we always been like. But I'm still learning more. Because there's always more to know. Some of us have became very uptight and very religious. And God is not even like that. Don't even desire that for us. For God to say to me, get a new glass of wine? Come on. Come on. A lot of us, a lot of people be like, blast for me. No, blast for you. What do you mean? 
You understand? So I thank God for him just being who he is. On the level of who he is. Which is so much higher than ours. We add in too much of our walk with God. And it is taken away from our walk with God. You don't overindulge in anything. And just be spiritually led to do anything. I'm still blown away God came to me and said this. And I'm grateful that, you know, he trusts me to say that. Because I've been around people who drink wine all the time. But I just knew what he brought me out of. And now that, you know, who the sun says free is free indeed. During this new season of my life, God said, you know, get your seafood and get you a bottle of new wine. Just don't overindulge. I'm right here with you. I will not allow you to go any further. So don't be afraid. Don't be nervous. Just be free. A lot of times we be nervous about messing up. I know I have been so much. Just be free. <laughs> Just be free. You understand? And God said anointing on your life is going to cause so many others to just let their hair down and enjoy their walk with God. Not with rebellion. You understand? Whatever God put in your heart to do, do it. And whatever God say to you, do it. And what he say not to do, don't. I see this lion over here. A lion. And this lion looks so mighty. Jesus. That's me? God walking this lion, y'all. And it's me? You're walking? That's me, the lion? Jesus. Jesus. Well, let me get ready to uh, throw this false letter in the trash. And love you guys. And remember, greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world. I love you so much. And I thank God for you. Enjoy new beginnings. Hallelujah.